Hi, everybody. Hold on. Wait. Fuck. You're really bad at that. Oh, there you go. This cork has been shoved in this bottle for like two weeks. What kind of wine are you drinking? It's, um, Gaetano de Aquino Pinot Grigio. You're really I got trying, a Trader Joe's. You're trying to be super fancy right now. I'm drinking, um, I'm drinking like the cheapest. I'm drinking Andre uh, Champagne from, really, it's just sparkling Moscato um, from Kroger. How's that for a heavy pour? Uh, it's a it's a good heavy pour. I, I this is this is my glass here, as you can see. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, start to starting to to you know this episode. I just want to say, guys, this is our suck my tongue conference wrap-up and we should say welcome back to cage off a nicholas cage podcast this is the podcast that's dedicated to finally answering the question what's the best nicholas cage film and what is the best nicholas cage film you can find us on twitter at cage off podcast and let us know what is your favorite or the best Nicolas Cage film. I don't give um, a shit what your favorite is. I need, I need to know what the best one is. <laughs> and everybody's got opinions. There's lots of buzz going on on our Twitter. and uh, our, So our, much buzz. Our, so much buzz. <laughs> the sponsors are knocking down our door. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I um, already have a mattress. I don't need a <laughs> Casper. Anyway, so um, yeah, this is our conference, Suck My Tongue conference wrap-up episode. That's which right. is actually kind of crazy because I wasn't sure that we were actually going to get to this point in this in this what? podcast. Um, what do you mean? I just honestly, I just didn't know that we'd stick to it to the point we'd watch sixteen movies um, and do. We're not even on close. Them. We're not even close to done. I know. We still have after this, guys. Five five more conferences left on our bracket. Um, and at the end of the episode, I would go ahead and t- remind you guys what those five conferences are and the movies that are in our next conference. Uh, and that's going to be super exciting. So yes. we'll, I'll wait until the end of the episode to do that. But let's go ahead and give everybody kind of the general idea of how we're going to be organizing this episode. Um, do you want to do yes, that, Logan? I can. I will. And I'm <laughs> going to do it now. So since there's only two of us, and we may end up disagreeing about which we, we will disagree on a few on things. some of these i'm I'm sure we will um on which film should progress in the rest of the bracket. We have devised a point system in order to break any possible ties, and we work together to narrow it down to five criteria that are scored out of five. Um, this is an objective rating made up of subjective numbers. That's just based on our opinion. That's the best way to analyze films, in my opinion. <laughs> and totally you guys subject- remember this podcast, this entire thing is basically our entire opinion of what the best Nicolas Cage film is. Um, if you want to no, give it's us not a- an opinion. It's going to be this point system makes it scientific. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll go ahead and start. We can just alternate on this. So mm-hmm. the first. Um, criteria for our bracket is how committed it's commitment commitment how yeah. interested does cage seem in the material he is working with yeah so like is he um kind of making an effort with his performance or is he you know i think the best embodiment of him not being committed from what we watched thus far is like inconceivable you know yeah, that's yeah, like what I sure. think of when I think of a non-committed cage performance. Oh, um, you know what I just realized? 
what's up oh my god i'm gonna have to while you're talking i'm i'm gonna have to redo my point totals for mom and dad because i totally thought that mom and dad was inconceivable what <laughs> all right well yeah so th then i'll i'll go ahead and take the next the next uh factor for our grading so that was commitment is our first one our second one is uh pathos so basically what we're getting at here is just how well does Nicolas Cage sell the primary tone or emotion of whatever film, be that drama, comedy, romance, horror, etc. right? Mm -hmm. um, do you have anything you'd like to elaborate on this one? Um, it's basically just like how how his emotions match the emotion of the film yeah like how in tune he is with the the tone of the film essentially right yeah um so i can keep going if you're still working on your thing um yeah. that's fine that's fine uh so that's the second one our third one is just the overall quality of the movie um just kind of taking the movie as a whole for all of my for all of my ratings on in this category I just used my score of the movies on Letterboxd. It's like a movie logging and review app that I use to just kind of catalog all the movies I watch. Um, so that's that's what I'm basing my scores in this category off of. The, the next one is Cage's Contribution. Always good to have some alliteration in there. Um, so this one is just how does Cage's presence help or hinder the quality of the film. So is he maybe miscast? Is he, um, does he really elevate the material? And this is a good one um, for if we were doing Nicholas, uh, sorry, if we're doing Nicholas Cage in National Treasure, uh, where Logan thinks that it should have been. Um, a movie I feel he's miscast in. Which I don't agree with, but you know, whatever. <sighs> it's fine. Man. So that's, uh, that's Cage's contribution. And our final factor, is the cage factor. This is just kind of our take on the like indescribable caginess, I guess is the best way to say it. Like, you know, how well does he utilize his unique performance style in whatever movie it is, right? And we can also, this also can include things like his appearance, if he has a certain look that really just adds to the movie. Yeah, an um, example for this is Raising Arizona, right? Uh, where he's right, got his, sure. his bird hair. Um, obviously, we haven't talked about the movie yet here, but right. if you think about, um, which is a pretty popular movie, if you think about Nicolas Cage in Raising Arizona, he's got this very uh, striking look um, and mm -hmm. a very striking character mm -hmm. that he kind of sticks through throughout the entire film, which we'll talk about when we have that episode, which should be the next yes. episode. Yes, I believe so. Um, so yeah, again, th those are the five factors which will be grading each movie. Um, again, I, this I is in the event. I fixed the mom and dad ratings, by the way. It's cool. Yeah. So this is in the event of a tie, and we need to to break a tie. So what we're going to do in that case is break down our individual scores for the movies, and then take an average of them, and then whatever movie has the highest score is what's going to win. So yeah. let's go ahead and do our first matchup, which is Face Off versus Mom and Dad. I don't think we need to talk about this one that much. Um, is there anything you wanted to... Well, I mean, I guess we could use this chance to say anything we want about either movie that we didn't get a chance to say in our main episode about it. Um, let's just go ahead and do a quick overview of each film. So Face Off, right, which is Nicolas Cage... Classic and film. Yeah, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta... Um, switch faces and action and drama and other things ensue over over the top action over the top action there's a prison scene that Lots Logan hates that I love I didn't all um, hate it <laughs> I just think it's like the weakest part of the movie um, we also see Caster Troy making sweet love uh, to what's his face's wife John Travolta what's his John Travolta's character's name uh, Sean Archer. Yeah, so we have Caster Troy making sweet love to Sean Archer's wife, and um, lots of slow mo, lots of explosions. And then we I have mean, Mom and Dad, right? Film. Which is like Mom also a very, a very action filled movie. It's a action horror film thing. 
which I didn't like very much because it was very stressful. It was stressful. I know you like it because you made me watch it because you wanted to see it again. I personally did not like it um, because... What do you mean I made you watch it? We're doing a podcast where you have to watch all the Nicolas Cage This is before we decided to do the podcast. Um, I don't don't really like Mom and Dad as a film because it feels very... I don't like stressful movies, one. Two... I don't like movies that most of the movie takes place in one place unless they're like, like we talked about the last episode, unless they kind of use different parts of history, um, different renditions of history, kind of like Snake Eyes. I don't like that kind of vibe. Um, I don't like, I mean, I liked the movie, but I didn't like the movie as much as I liked Face Off. I didn't enjoy the movie the, the way that I liked Face Off. Like, I will watch Face Off probably 10 times over. I'll never watch Mom and Dad ever again. I got you. I feel similarly. I mean, I like Mom and Dad more than you, obviously. Um, but I mean, I mean, it's Face Off. Face yeah, Off, is just, yeah, yeah. Face off I, is just hard to beat. Um, I'm with you so on that one, I think yeah. we're in agreement here that Face Off is the winner here, right? Yes. Face Off is moving on to the next okay. round. Um, so since Mom and Dad has now been eliminated, we can kind of just give our breakdown of our grading criteria of what so we So what was it. your commitment criteria? What'd you get on commitment? Um, I did mine again, it's out of five, but I did, I did like in 0.5 increments. I don't know what you did. I gave, I gave his commitment a four. I did too. I gave him a four because I feel like he was commitment committed, but not as committed as he was in face off. No. Um, I feel like he liked his role, but it wasn't quite there. He's having and a good time. He's having fun. I very much enjoyed see, but... the moment in the basement where he was um, in next. He's breaking the pool table. That's the best scene. That's the best scene in the And movie. then, of course, him him as a young man in the it, obviously it wasn't cage, but as a young man in the car doing donuts with the titties in his right. face. Um, generally, a good a good little scene, cagey scene. Obviously, him taking this the the sawzall. It's called sawzall because it sawzall. Sawzall um, means it sawzall. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I okay. like the I like the four. I like this movie enough to say it's a four out of five commitment. He felt very committed. What'd you get on right. pa- pathos? I gave this a three point five. I gave it a four. That's, I could um, give this a four. I mean, I could have gone whole, either way with it. Overall, um, his vibe of this movie is high stress, anger, um, confusion, internal confusion. Mm -hmm. And I felt like when it came to that kind of emotional feel, he did a decent job showing all of those things. Right? Gotcha. Do you have any analysis for your 3.5? No, I basically agree with everything you just said. Okay. So, um, so overall quality, what did you, what'd you give this one? A three. I give it a three, two. That's like a three for me is like a baseline. Like this is a pretty good movie, mm-hmm. you know, like that just feels, this is a three star movie. Yeah. I'm like with it's, that. It's not like amazing. It's not a thing you're probably going to want to watch over and over and over again, but like it's a decent way to spend an hour and a half to two hours. It's got some, some great stuff in it. Like I would tell yeah. somebody to watch this movie, but I wouldn't watch it again. Do you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't like be like go spend money to like purchase or rent this movie, but if it's like if it's on Netflix and you're looking for something to watch, hell yeah. This is... What about Cage's contribution? Um, I gave this a four. I also gave it a four. I feel like this would not movie would not work nearly as well if it was not him in it. Yeah, and also I think if we we're also talking about other actors' contributions to this film, I think Selma Blair was a huge, huge, huge plus to this film. Oh, I think this, yeah, she's great. She had a fantastic, um, a fantastic role, and she did a really, really good job. And it was good for me to see her in another role because I don't see her in very many movies, and I do like her as an actress. So um, that's I have four out of five there. What about Cage Factor? I also gave this a four. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he just has he has the the big moments that you kind of want to see, mm-hmm. but he's not in, he's not like in the movie enough for me to like he's he's not in it for like a large chunk of time and then it comes back to him. Yeah, he's not um, the main character, so it's no. not like he does have his cagey moments though. Oh, he's a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has some great ones. Um, so overall, once I tallied up 
my scores for this and averaged it out, I got a final score for mom and dad of 3.7 out of five. I had a 3.8 out of five. Yeah, so yeah, that's good. It's a good yeah. movie. We're in decent. We're it. in pretty good agreements. I'm so, I'm actually surprised that we agreed so much on that one. Yeah. Okay, so our next our next <laughs> our match next matchup is Deadfall versus what, Logan? Next. So it's Deadfall versus Next. Um, of course we're going to get through our five criteria after we make this decision, but I don't think there's going to be a tie here. Um, again, yeah. Uh, very... It's just an obvious okay. choice. Even though I definitely think Deadfall was a better case. I don't like. I don't like Deadfall as a movie. But no, like, I don't. But undeni- I think it's it's undeniable. Of, but it's one of the best Cage performances. And so you're sitting here that we've thinking, seen so far. Yeah, that we've seen. Yeah. So we're sitting here at best performance by Cage, which Cage factors through the roof. I would give it a six if I could when it comes to Cage factor and Cage's contribution. The whole like, Cage makes the film, and that's a problem. Because right, because he dies halfway through. He dies halfway through the movie. His face gets burned off. And after that, you're like, why am I even watching this movie? Um, so unfortunately, even though Deadfall is a better Cage performance, I'm going to have to put my vote on next. Um, and I'm going to say Deadfall has better scores for me. I I was going to say that Deadfall should move on. So I guess we're going to have to we're going to have to do this. Um, all right. So how are we going to do this? So we're going to break down both of both of our, our scores for both movies now and then um, average them both out and then let me them. do my average real quick and we'll just even see if we need to let's just give our overall scores because i would like to not disclose the um winner if we don't have to. all right well my okay so my right finals there. my final score for deadfall was a 3.7 and my final score for next was a three okay my final score for deadfall was because of because of the pathos and the overall um, quality of the film, it was a four, and my final okay. score for next is a three point eight. So it barely so, slides. Well, hold by. on, hold on. We need to actually work this out. So you gave Deadfall a four, right? Yeah. So that's seven point seven divided by two. So that's three point eight five for Deadfall. And three, what was your score for next? 3.8. Yeah, it's a, a 3.85 for Deadfall and a 3.4 for next. So, yeah, so Deadfall that, wins. That's, how, that's, the way, that's the way it shakes, shakes out sometimes, you know? I think that it's um, – we'll do the breakdown for Deadfall later, but let's go ahead and talk about next for a second. So yeah. Deadfall moves on to the next round, moves on to the final four. Um, yes. Next – I gave for commitment. I gave a four. I gave it a three point five. I liked this movie. Um, I mean, I like it. I like this movie more than I like Deadfall. Um, then why is Deadfall moving on? I mean, don't you know why? It's you can't deny that performance, in my opinion. <gasps> okay, yeah, Eddie is such a good character. The thing is, is that about next, and I, I just want to say like. He was definitely committed to his role in Next. He definitely, the pathos was straight on. Um, the overall movie quality was better than Deadfall. I actually gave these both the same score on overall quality. But when it came to Cage's contribution. Uh, that might not be, that might be a mistake, but it's too late now. When it comes to Cage's contribution and the Cage factor, it's, it's undeniable that Deadfall is a five out of five on both of those. I mean, I didn't give it a five out of five on those, but I mean, I guess we can't really talk about it yet. Ugh. So what I'm saying is, is that next just yeah. fell short for me when it came to it being a cage movie. And this is what this podcast is about, is about being, it's about the caginess, the cage yeah. factor, the undeniable quality that everybody can agree on that cage has. Um, and next, while it's a good film and while it's an original film and while it should have been about a gold man um, who, a beautiful golden man. <laughs> a beautiful golden man. It um, maybe the reason why this movie did not move on is because it wasn't uh, didn't go by its original book. I, I don't know. I guess let me just. I guess I can just quickly run through my ratings for next because okay. um, I basically agree with everything you just said. Um, so commitment, I gave a three point five. Um, pathos, I gave a three point five. Uh, overall quality, I gave a two point five. Um, Cage's commitment, I gave it a three. Cage's contribution. Cage's contribution. I just wrote CC on here. So Cage Factor, I gave it a 2.5. 
because like he doesn't really have that many like big like cage moments in next really yeah i think that's what really that's what like really hurt it in my ranking i think i I do think that actually i um am going to alter my scores before i read them because i just realized something about the film that i had forgotten so we have next for con commitment i have a four out of five for Mm -hmm. pathos i have a four out of five for overall quality i have three out of five for cage contribution i have three out of five and cage factor i have a three out of five and that makes my new average a little bit like lower than the my original average but i'm going to stick with these new scores and i feel comfortable there and deadfall moves on to the next round congratulations deadfall you did it it's so crazy the deadfall keeps on winning even though it sucks i don't I don't think you need to worry about that for long. <laughs> What's um, it going up? Oh, we, we are going to talk about that later. It's going up against, it's, go, it's going up against face off in the final four. Um, <laughs> okay. So next we have dog eat dog versus snake eyes. I also don't think this is something we really need to get into at the moment. So let's just go ahead and say on three, what our chosen yeah, phone for this one is. The winner is one, right, two, three, three, two snake eyes. Yeah. It's snake eyes. I tried to say the same time with you, but I was counting down, then you didn't count down with me. I did. No, I, said you, one. I did one, two, three, and you did three, two, one. It's Snake Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, doggy dog scores. Um, do you want to yeah. run through so, your scores? I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to say about Snake Eyes before we move on from it. For we now. have the swag. Um, the swag of of his character, the loud screaming moments. Yeah, I'm trying moments to remember where he he screams at Tyler. The moments where he has to contemplate his entire existence and decide whether or not he's going to make this decision to um, be corrupt. Um, the switch at the end where we find out that he actually doesn't become mayor because of uh, all the things he had done in the past. Everything about this film is good, and it keeps your attention throughout the entire film. Doggy dog, visually stunning. Snake eyes, visually stunning. If we had a visual, if we had a visual like comp- comparison here, I, think I have an issue with this characterization of doggy dog as visually stunning. Sometimes it is. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's just- sometimes visually stunning. Okay. So snake eyes. Snake eyes is sometimes visually stunning. Both of these films are sometimes. Snake eyes is consistent. It, it consistently looks good. It looks like a. It's a good-looking movie. Okay, whatever. So what I'm saying is, is I yeah. It, there's nothing else that is really cagey about Dog Eat Dog except for the voiceover that is everywhere. Um, I had to revise my score for for a lot of the different things on Dog Eat Dog because I I kept having to like think about it and like like well do I I like I lowered some scores I raised I lo- I just lowered scores basically as I was going. So, what so was for, your what was your average for doggy dog? Two point eight. Ooh. And so, just to run through it quick, um, commitment I gave a three point five, pathos three point five. Um, like I think he fits fine in the movie, and he seems relatively engaged with what he's give, what he's given in it. Um, overall quality I gave a one point five. I dis I dislike this movie strongly. Um, Cage's uh, contribution, I uh, gave a three, and Cage Factor, I gave a two point five. I had it higher, but then I thought about it more, and I was like, the only thing he really does is like he does that Humphrey Bogart voice at the end, and that's like the like the one like weird choice he makes that only he could do. Yeah, you know? and he also ha- he acts like Humphrey. Yeah, he, ha- he acts like Humphrey Bogart earlier in the film, and I think he probably yes. made some notes for the con for the way that it was directed. I think. Um, just based on the way that it's done. Um, I want to say that my scores are three for commitment or mm-hmm. four for pathos, because I do feel like his vibe was the same as the films. I mean, yeah, um, it's pretty well in line with it. Overall quality is a two because that movie bored the mess out of me after, uh, after the first scene, really. After oh, yeah. that, I was like, I kind of was falling apart. Um, Cage's contribution is three. And cage factor is a three. So I'm going to go ahead and say my overall average is three. I know you don't agree with my You know, if I, could, if I could go back, I would knock off an extra whole point just for the letdown from the promise of that opening scene. 
<laughs> I, I would just like knock a whole point off it because fuck that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't have a really good opening scene and then just fucking blow it. Well, they really they really understood the um the con <sighs> you know the concept of having a good attention getter. Um, we'll move on. We'll, we'll we're going to move on to the next yeah, matchup, but I'm going to go ahead and say that Snake Eyes has moved on to the final four. As it should. As it deserves. All right, our next matchup is Army of One versus Moonstruck. Okay, I do want to say I think that we're gonna um I I think we're gonna have some we're gonna have to have a conversation about this. Or just tell me which one you think should move on first. Okay, you tell me first, actually. I'm I'm scared. I said Moonstruck. I'm having a lot of trouble with this because my scores my scores say Moonstruck. My heart says Moonstruck. But and what's the problem? There's just something about Army of One that I loved. It's a it's a really great performance, but like it's a great performance, but it's not a good movie. Moonstruck really has it all. Is like I guess what it comes down to for me. Yeah, I kind of wish Army of One was going against something else. Like even though he's the lead of Army of One and he's doing this crazy character, he's doing he's a like, really really good job. He's That's the so thing committed is, to it. He is the most. I could give this a six in commitment. But the thing is, I don't think this movie's really that funny. Like it's a comedy. It's I just don't really think it's that that funny as a comedy. And yeah, I mean, I liked this movie. I a just lot. I just needed more. I just needed more out of Army of One for it to to beat Moonstruck. I thought okay. I thought it was a pretty funny movie. I liked his commitment. I think his pathos was on point. Um, the overall quality of the film is where it kind of fell short for me. Yeah, Cage's that was my contribution. He he was the only person that mattered in that entire movie. And then the cage factor on that movie, just because his performance was so committed and because the entire point of the movie was to see how committed to a role he can be, I would say that that's also a five. So I have a five, five, a three for quality, and then two more fives. But so, Moonstruck beat it out by one point. So um, I Moonstruck yeah. wins for me, unfortunately. So what I got for Army of One, for commitment, I got 4.5. Uh, pathos 3.5 uh or overall quality 2.5 cages cages contribution four um i could probably put that up to 4.5 it still wouldn't beat moonstruck though um and then cage factor i got 4.5 i understand that you're um, way more critical of movies than i am because you're a movie guy um i i don't understand hey, your as life. we talked about in our last episode i now have a subscription to the criterion channel you're so ridiculous. Okay, so now we have our final four. Can you go ahead and read that off for us, please? So our final four is Face Off, Deadfall, Snake Eyes, and Moonstruck. So first up is Face Off versus Deadfall. Okay, I don't think we really need to have that much of a conversation about this because we've already discussed how amazing Face Off is and then also where Deadfall falls short, um, which is the fact right. that he's only in half the movie even though he's the most interesting character. Um, yeah, so do we want to... Okay, let's just do some quick like recap of... Before, and just Before we let Deadfall die, let's go ahead and do a quick recap of all of our favorite scenes from Deadfall. Um, so well, let's go down first... memory his first scene is quite memorable because pick a card because the movie up until that point is just like so it's just so like serious and played so straight and suddenly this this guy just is in the background and then he just like enters yeah and suddenly it's all different now and you don't know it's changed you don't know it's him so he takes those those sunglasses off He's got this mustache on and this beautiful shirt, and he's like, pick a card. His ridiculous accent and his giant nose. And we find out later that all of the cards, all of the cards are Joker. Jokers. Joker's trick, yeah. He's like, if it's um, a Joker, then you tell me whatever, blah, blah, blah. The best scene in Deadfall is when he goes back to his like hotel room yeah. and his and like the, the what's her face is there mm-hmm. it's like someone trying to kill me no my favorite my favorite scene from this movie is whenever he goes to pick up his girlfriend from her house and well, he's he, just being he's just being a cutie pie there and he's like oh oh my god he's so cute there guys if you can i already said this in our deadfall episode but please look up 
Cage moments from Deadfall. Because you will I looked, not be disappointed. If you if you go to YouTube and just search Nicolas Cage Deadfall, there's like a mo- uh, someone made like a cut of the movie that's just his parts. And it's, it's like, probably it's, like better, ha- it's definitely better than the actual movie. It's like half an hour long. It's probably way better than just watching Deadfall. Honestly, don't watch Dead- Deadfall. Just Deadfall watch is like, Deadfall. Yeah, the main issue with Deadfall for me, Cage is like so great in it, but he is out of place with the rest of that movie. And that's really yeah. the main issue for me. 100%. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of But that's obvious, only because but- his brother was the director of the film. I mean, like yeah. he, he definitely was in it because his brother was the director. That's doing it. a doing a doing a favor for a family member, I guess. Um, all right, so it's fucking face-off. Face-off beats Deadfall. <laughs> I mean, who are we kidding here? Um, and we've already discussed our scores for Deadfall. It was a total, between the two of us, is a total of 3.85 uh, out of 5 for Deadfall. Um, um, and we're, my, not gonna dis- we're not going to discuss our scores for face-off yet. Yeah, my need. total score for Deadfall... Mine was, not- was 3.7. It's not currently calculated. I thought you did. Well, you, yeah, you, it was like 3.4 or something, right? Uh, no. Because we had to calculate it to decide if it beat next or not. Oh, yeah. I, mm, I think you gave it just a straight three, actually, actually. Right? It was a four. Oh, it was a four. I see. Oh, wait, then is that total score correct? Yeah, it is 3.85. Yeah. Sorry. Math, folks. Um, okay. So, let me just, I'm writing this down. I'm, I'm writing down this bracket on a piece of paper as we're going, just so I can have it straight in my head. All right, so face-off is moving on to the final two. We knew it would. We knew it would. Okay, so um, I guess our next matchup in our final four, the last matchup we make before the, final, before the finals is Moonstruck versus Snake Eyes. I'm going to tell you right now, this is close. This is very close. Well, I already know which one I want to win this one. Unfortunately, because I do like the other movie, um, I just think that... Just say um, it. I Just think say you want Moonstruck to, to win this one. I do. I understand. I, I really like Moonstruck a lot. I, I mean, it's got share. I mean, besides Deadfall, this final four is like each... Each one of these is a great movie. Yeah, honestly, um, if we could just stop and be like, okay, what are the best? He's all going to win. Yeah, no, face um, off, face off, Moonstruck. But unfortunately, one of these movies, movies, one of these movies has to win. So I understand. To be it can honest be- with you, I want to pick whichever movie will beat face off just because for the principle of it, I don't want face off to win, but I know. That, that, would, uh, that would feel like a bummer to me if face off just ends up winning the whole thing. Because I don't think it's, I don't know. Anyway, I, I I said Snake Eyes. I think Snake Eyes is better. So let's well let's we can go ahead and get into this then. Okay, then. here's um, the issue. My score for Snake Eyes and my score for Moonstruck is the same. Well, I mean we're adding our scores and then averaging them, so they're not going to end up the same. Okay, well right, this, so, this just means that your it means that your score gets the most weight. Uh, sorry, it's the way the numbers shake out. I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'll, let me I'll 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 give my scores for Moonstruck then. And then you can give yours. So commitment, five. Five out of five. He's utterly committed to the role of Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny's the other one. Uh, Ronnie. And he just brings it in every single scene that he's in. He does. He does. Um, I lost my hand. I lost my bride. Johnny gets his hand. Johnny has his bride. Am I supposed to just take my heartbreak and throw it away and forget? Did I forget the words there? No, I think that was almost perfect. Yeah. Great job. It's a really good scene. Um, for Pathos, I gave this a four. Overall quality, I gave it a four. Um, Cage's contribution, I gave that a five. Because like I don't I can't see anybody else doing being as good in this role as him. Um, Cage Factor, I gave a four point five. Mm. For a final score of 4.5 for Moonstruck. Okay, I'm going to make a quick edit on both of these because I just realized there's something I would like to change, but it's gonna the scores are going to actually still t- say the same. So I think my pathos would have been higher on Moonstruck, like a 4.5. I did have to dock it because he's a little bit kind of like rapey in a couple scenes and like coercive. It just rubbed me wrong. So I, I knocked it down half a point for that. 
Okay, so both of these films uh, made a 4.6 for me, but I'll go ahead and do the breakdown. All right, go Moon, go start with Moonstruck. Uh, yes, in Moonstruck, he, for commitment, is five. I feel like he was completely committed and he brought it the entire time. When it comes to yes. pathos, this entire movie is loud and uh, it's mm-hmm. loud, it's emotional, it's over the top. The entire film, the way that Cher acts, the way her mother acts, the way the whole family acts, it's over the top. And for that reason, I gave it a five because um, he was over the top and so was the film. Overall quality of the movie is a five. It won Academy Awards. It is a good movie. It's critically acclaimed. Snake Eyes, I mean, not I, so much. I agree that it's good, but I mean, just something winning an Academy Award doesn't make it good. But it's also on top of that. Plenty of shit a good movie Academy for Awards. me. It's a good movie for me personally as well because I liked the imagery and the way that they took the moon, right? And they put it into the lighting. They put it into the storyline. They took it and talked about wolves and wolves in relation to the moons. The moon. They even had dogs howling at the moon. They talked about, they literally had a song that was about the moon. Moonstruck was the movie, and they really sh- like came and showed why, like, showed the moon. I don't know how to explain it more than that. Like, they really did a good job with the imagery of yeah. this movie. Um, it's a good movie. I like Moonstruck. The symbolism of this movie. So I'm going to say I, got, I gave it a five out of five on overall quality because I would watch this movie probably ten times more. I would. Um, when it comes you. to Cage's contribution, I gave it a four out of five, just because there might have been somebody else who could have played this role. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like, like it's kind of like a catch twenty two because like you know once you see someone in a role, it's like you can't separate that role from them. But like at the same time, there could be somebody, but like. You just don't know. <laughs> I think that somebody that else could have taken the same script and done something similar with it, but not as dramatic, maybe in a different way. And uh, when it comes sure. to Cage Factor, I gave it a four as well because I have seen better from him. So you said your final score is a 4.6? 4.6 for Moonstruck, yes. Mine was a 4.5, and that comes out to 4.55 for a combined score for moonstruck from us okay let's talk about snake eyes let's talk snake eyes great film i love it i'm changing my scores for snake eyes by the way all right well then as you're doing that i'm gonna are you sabotaging this so you moonstruck wins you can't do that you can't do that i don't (laughs) just because because it, they're the same. The scores okay. are the same. I didn't know that they'd be going up against each other. And I, now that I'm like comparing it to Moonstruck, it's not as good as Moonstruck. It's the numbers. It's the numbers, Ashley. The numbers not, decide it's this. It's not as good as Moonstruck. You, I don't know I, what to tell you. Can't you just go in and start changing your numbers when you, you're not going to like the outcome. No, because the thing is, is that your score, which I know is higher than your score for Moonstruck. Not that much higher automatically makes it where my score doesn't matter. And I don't like that. Tough shit. We need, okay, in the future, we need to just lock in our scores before we start on our future wrap-up episodes. I, I don't agree with that. I think that I should be able to change my Just score. change it on the fly when you're not going to like the outcome? What the fuck is that? That's bullshit. You know it's bullshit. You're, that's why you're smiling right now. You know it's you know it's not right. Whatever, I'm not gonna change my score. Whatever, my for Snake Eyes, no, I have a right I have a four point six. Unfortunately, I have a four point six. Um, for commitment, I have a five out of five. He was completely committed to this role. So do undeniable. I. Undeniable, yes. um, as well as his appearance, his overall uh, just vibe. He really liked this role. You could tell he liked being this person. When it comes to pathos and the overall. Uh, you know, feeling of the film, I gave it a four out of five, even though I feel like it could have been a five out of five. If you really just analyze the fact that he is the center of the whole film, um, you know what I'm saying? Like as the emotion of the movie changes, he changes yes. his emotion he's, change. Yes. He's completely locked into the tonal shifts of. Yeah. So I could have given this a five out of five, but I did give it a four out of five. When it comes to overall quality of the film, I did give it a four out of five. Um, and that was because um, I didn't feel like I – there was something about it that didn't feel as, like, 
I would rewatch it, but I don't think that I would call it like a like the best movie I've ever seen. Um, and I think I sure. also I did give Moonstruck a five out of five on that one. When it comes to yes. Cage's contribution, I gave it a five out of five because I don't think this film would have been the same without him. Um, no, this entire Not film is Nicolas Cage. He really brought it with this film. When it comes to the Cage factor, it's a five out of five as well because he comes out with these large, um, with this large amount of emotion, and he really shows out in a lot of these scenes, especially the scenes where, like I said earlier, where he is screaming at, um, screaming at the boxer, getting all upset in his face. Um, where he's coming in, calling both of his, both his wife and his mistress and ordering a pizza and um, just kind of showing how cocky he is, putting bets out, things like that. Just being kind of a sleazeball. Nicolas Cage is really good at being a sleazeball. And therefore, I think that Cage Factor is a five out of five. What about you? So, and again, your final score is a 4.6? Yes, sir. Okay. So, Commitment, I also give a five. Um, pathos I gave a 4.5 uh, overall quality I gave a 4 uh, Cage's contribution I gave a 5 for all the reasons that you said um, and Cage Factor I gave a 4.5 uh, leaving my final score also 4.6 so that means when you take both our scores average them out it is a 4.6 that so is it beats by it got beat by 0.5 points so Snake Eyes is moving. That's the way it shakes out sometimes. Listen, none of this is to take anything away from Moonstruck. I love Moonstruck a lot. I love Moonstruck so much. It's such it's, a good movie. And Snake Eyes fought, is also a good movie. It fought valiantly. And we have to respect that. Okay, so what was your score for Face Off again? And we haven't discussed our scores for Face Off. Then we're oh, going to do that now. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay, that's, so now, guys, our final two in the Suck My Tongue conference, guys. Comes final two in Suck My Tongue comes down to Face Off versus Snake Eyes. Face Off versus Snake Eyes. Two action kind of films, two films where Nicolas Cage okay. shows up, but only one of them does he play two different people. Yes, yeah, so I think for this one, we should just give our scores since we know both our scores for Snake Eyes. It's a 4.6. So let's just give our scores for Face Off. Okay, sounds we'll... good. You can go first on Face Off. So Face Off, Commitment. I mean, I can't give it anything other than a 5 out of 5. I mean, there's just so many moments you can pick out from this movie, from the very opening where he's the priest to... Oh my God, yes, he... he shakes. He does the he does the twerk, and then he walks up to the teenage girl and like... Grabs her butt. Which is also um, kind of rapey. Can we talk about that? Okay. He's the bad guy, though. He's the bad guy. Um, and then also where he go, he opens up that box in front of the airplane. And, and he's wearing that awesome jacket. That amazing jacket that I stand so much. And also the name of this conference. Would, if I were to let you suck my tongue. Would you be grateful? Great. Great dialogue. Great dialogue. And um, then she sucks his tongue, just in case you guys were curious. Yeah, but she was also a cop. So he has to kill her. She's a freaking, a freaking cop. She's a She's fed. a dark. All right. Pathos, I gave this a 4.5. Okay. Overall quality, I gave this a 4. Cage's contribution, 5. I mean, again, it's a thing like, this does not work without both Nicolas Cage and John and John Travolta, I think. And their care um, and their and their charisma between each other. Yeah. And Cage Factor, it's a five. Um, so my final score for face off was four point seven. Go ahead and run down your score. Okay, so uh, Cage's commitment to this role for me was a five out of five. I mean he was really committed. If you gave to it if you gave it anything less, I would yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> he was really committed to both roles, and I think that he um, showed a lot of range of emotion from being the bad guy to the good guy, and uh, he showed his ability to emulate um, facial expressions of John Travolta and his ability to work with another actor, and I really appreciate that, so he was very committed to this role. When it comes to pathos, I also think that him and John Travolta and their, char and their charisma or their chemistry between each other um, 
really made this role as well. So I'm going to give it a five out of five on pathos. When it comes to overall quality of the film, I gave it a five out of five as well. Um, because I think that this movie is engaging from start to finish. Um, every single second you're sucked in um, quite literally. For Cage's contribution, I gave it a four out of five, actually. Um, oh, do tell. I, I don't Explain know why, yourself. I don't know why I did that, to be honest with you, but um, I That's locked fair. it in. I mean, some of, these, some of these you just kind of, you, you like feel it in your gut what you want to like. Yeah, I just didn't think it was quite a I five. Um, I don't know why. And then for Cage Factor, um, overall caginess of the film, we both know this is a five out of five. So my overall score is a 4.8. Which means our final score for Face Off is a 4.75. 4.75 versus the 4.6 for Snake Eyes. I think there's something I did want to say about Snake Eyes that I didn't really, I didn't get to when we were just recapping it. I think what really like hindered it, I think what was my like in reflection, I think what I would have given it a higher overall quality, but that final like act is a little bit messy, you know, after, after he gets beaten up and they're, he's trying to save Carla Gugino. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little messy. uh, Yeah. Happens to hit at the right time. That hurts it a little bit. I yeah, the ending excellent. really, really matters. Whereas at the end of Face Off, I definitely cried. So um, for me, yeah. it was uh, sorry. Face Off was really just a overall um, slam so, dunk for me. It was a slam dunk. I, mean, I put literally wrote slam dunk, and as this is a March Madness um, uh, <laughs> style bracket, I will say this: it being a slam dunk is uh, important. So. I mean, this kind of turned out the way I thought it would. Unfortunately, I, I mean, I think Moonstruck even if Moonstruck, I mean, your score for for Face Off would it would this would have been the same outcome if Moonstruck won against Snake Eyes. Um, I mean, it's hard to beat Face Off. Like, it's it feels like cliche and like a normie opinion to be like, "Oh, Face Off is the best Nick Cage movie," but like, come on. <laughs> Um, I will say, yeah, Moonstruck is, it really deserves to be moving on to the next round, but obviously we can't do that. Um, Just because it's not really necessarily a Nicolas Cage only film. um, And it's not, it is very cagey, but it's really a share movie. Um, Right. Any, it's hard because any movie that where he's the lead kind of, even if, even if like you're, you're just trying to do this in a more objective way, like any movie where he's the lead is going to skew more towards being a better Nick Cage movie, right? Yeah, um, unfortunately, because I definitely think that. Um, I think the one ex- the one exception is like Deadfall, because yeah, like, yeah, but that's that's uh, that's the rest of the movie is just flip. sucks though. So, all right, guys. So um, now that we know that Face Off is the winner of Suck My Tongue, let's go ahead and have a conversation about what's coming up. So I'm going to go ahead and list the rest of our conferences and get you all excited about that. And then I'm going to read you off the movies that are in our next conference. So the next conferences that we have left, we have Zeus's Butthole, Not the Bees, Balls, Attitude, Direction, Shake You Naked, and Me, Vampire. We also might have another one depending on how many more films he comes up with by the time this podcast is over. Yeah, we left like, we left blank spots for like upcoming movies. But uh-huh. it's like it's, he releases like so many a year. That's like there may, he might release sixteen movies in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea. So um, our next conference that we're gonna do is gonna be Zeus's Butthole, and I'm gonna go ahead and name all yeah, the films we, that are in Zeus's yeah, Butthole. Yeah, we well, yeah we we talked about it at the end of the last episode, but this is a stacked bracket. All right, so, go so ahead. we <laughs> we have yeah. Trespass versus G Force. Um, I just want to make a comment. I've never seen Trespass, but G-Force is the hand, is the gerbil. Was it gerbil? No. It's, uh, uh, what's that rodent with the... Oh, I was listening to an episode of um, uh, the Blank Check podcast, I think, where they're talking about G-Force. And it, are what they it, like guinea pigs? Guinea pigs, yes. It's, they... it's, a, it's a guinea pig spy force. Um, <laughs> that is what G-Force that is. Sounds, that sounds horrible i don't want to watch it <laughs> well we have to so it's trespass which i've never heard of in g-force <sighs> and then it's a score to settle versus con air 
it's Firebirds versus Sonny. So Sonny, he's actually only in Sonny for a few seconds, but he directed it. So whenever we we're gonna judge that movie by a different criteria, I think than um, oh. the rest of the movies. Is he wait? Is it literally he's only in it for a few seconds? I thought you said he just played like a minor character in it. He like yeah, that's what I mean. He plays a minor character. He's barely. Okay, in I didn't it. know if you meant he just has like a five second cameo in it. Like no, <laughs> but he directed the movie, so it's a little right. Bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Cotton Club versus Wild at Heart. Birdie versus Racing with the Moon. Peggy Sue got married versus The Rock. Raising Arizona versus Captain Corelli's Mandolin, which is our next episode. We have watched both those movies at this point. Mandy versus Teen Titans Go to the Movies. And I've seen, I've watched Mandy. (laughs) I'm actually excited because we have to watch two different um, cartoon movies for this next bracket, which is hilarious. Um, And I also really did enjoy Captain Carly's Mandolin and Raising Arizona. So for me, it is actually going to be... an interesting conversation to have with you about what's, which one's going to win that one because I don't really know which one I want to win. So, but the big name movies that are in this next conference are con air. As you guys know, um, the con club is supposed to be one of his first good movies. Um, Raising Arizona, the rock, the rock, the rock is one of my personal favorite, like Nick Cage and Mandy, as you know, just to put my cards on the table, the rock fucking rules. Um, and we'll watch that together um, soon. So, fun. guys, that's our next that's our next conference. And thank you for sticking with us throughout this entire first conference. Or if this is your first episode, I'm really sorry that this has to be your first episode because I'm sure it was very procedural and boring for you. It's fine. This is a little bit of a shorter episode. That's not yeah. That's I not guess the worst thing in the world. These are a little mini sods, huh? All right. Well, yeah. um, I think that's it. So, um, I'm Ashley. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at a generally done generally done my name's logan you can follow me on twitter at the good logan and you can follow our podcast once again at cage off podcast our email address is cage off podcast at gmail.com write Write us us, a little a little note or write us a review even better yet write us a review on your podcast app of choice yeah um Uh, we do say nice things we have about one five-star review on, on Apple Podcasts. Did you know that? What? When did this happen? It happened last week because I was showing somebody our podcast and there was a okay, five-star Okay, hold on. Review. I want to I re- check this out on, on, on the air. Uh, oh, we don't have any reviews. We have two ratings. I thought, I thought, you, I thought we had a review. Uh, well, we have I, two five-star ratings. That's something. Hey, five stars, guys. That's not nothing. That's a combined rating of 10 stars out of five. All right. Well, I hope that you guys have a cagey, cagey, cagey day. And uh, (laughs) um, if we make that our, can we make that our, if I were to let you suck my tongue, would you be grateful? I think we should have our sign off be have a cagey, cagey, cagey day. (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to be, trying to be fun. It was fun. I had fun. (laughs) It was fun. All right. Bye guys. (laughs) Bye.